So I have been talking a lot, a whole lot about how to create an in-demand brand. Not only how to create it, but why it's so important now more than ever to be able to break through the noise of a crowded marketplace, a noisy marketplace, and create a situation where your ideal client, not only not only are you immediately recognizable to them so that they know what you do and how you can help them, but also what they can expect what they can actually expect from working with you. And there's a lot more. We say, I say this all the time. I'm not the only one saying this. There is a lot more that goes into creating your brand than your logo. Your brand is so, so, so much more than your logo. But what are these other pieces, some of these other pieces, and what can you do to create a cohesive brand that creates predictability to your ideal client so that their decision to work with you is less risky for them. Because it's really one of the things that's going on right now is the buying patterns change. It's not that people aren't buying. It's they're being more careful about what they're buying. They're not buying as much. The buying, the, the sales cycle is taking longer than it used to than the last few years. So it's not that they're not buying, but they're being more careful. So what can you do in your overall brand that lets people feel more confident that their decision to work with you, to purchase from you is the right, safe, good decision that they want it to be? What else goes into creating that brand and creating that predictability. So I always start with one place as my litmus test. For your brand, how do you want people to feel? How do you want people to feel? And let that be the litmus test for everything you do is what I'm doing helping people feel this way. And I'll give you some examples of what do I mean. From a branding standpoint, how this how this um, plays into branding, you could have, for example, a luxury brand like the Four Seasons, right? That represents a luxury brand. Jaguar for cars, it's a luxury brand. Or you could have a brand that's more outdoorsy, right? REI, Jeep. If we use our car analogy, it's the difference between a Jaguar and a Jeep. How do those brands make you feel? If you look at the commercials, Jaguar doesn't do a lot of commercials, but if you would imagine a luxury brand in a TV commercial is going to look different for Jaguar than it does for a Jeep. So, how do you want people to feel? And does your Everything you do in your business, from your logos and your visuals to your messaging, the way that you speak, the way that you deliver your services, is everything in alignment. Let's use another example for emotions um, in the coaching world. Maybe you have retreats as part of your business. Great. If you're a luxury brand, keeping our analogy here, a luxury brand's retreat 
will feel different. It will feel different than a brand that is more focused on natural, outdoorsy, woodsy. They could actually review the same content at the retreat. They could deliver the same teaching points at the retreat and have a completely different feel to them. So one of the ways to create a consistent, cohesive brand is to be cohesive and consistent with how do you want people to feel, whether it's your visuals, your messaging, or the way you deliver your services. So that's one. Um, another way, another thing you want to incorporate in your brand is your availability or your access. How available are you to work with? You can create exclusivity by limiting how available you are for your services. That could be seasonality, right? CPAs, bookkeepers, financial. It could be seasonality. It could also be if you're a coach or a consultant, you could have launches, right? Where there's only certain times that certain services are available to you. There could be waiting lists. Like there's a different feel to how accessible you are. And often in service-based businesses, you have a situation where the founder and CEO is the top of the pyramid and working directly with that person has a different level of accessibility than working with other people in the company. That's all part of your brand. It's all part of your brand. If you are the person and you are the only person that any of your clients work with that has a different brand awareness to it than if you're running a company and there are several people within the company. You talk about your services differently if it's I do this versus we do this. That creates a brand. Quality is another thing. Now. Don't get me wrong. I always, always, always want you to do the best job that you can do for your clients at the level that you are at and at the level that they are at. But perceived quality is part of a brand. If you go to, I'm trying to think, I was going to use a local grocery store as my example, but then I'm like, wait a minute, some of you guys won't know this. But if you're local to Northern Illinois, going to Mariano's and going to Aldi's are two different quality. It doesn't make one bad and one good, but what's the expectation when you walk in the door? Shopping for things at Walmart, the quality at Walmart is different, right? It's different if you buy clothing at Walmart than the quality of Bloomingdale's. A t-shirt's a t-shirt's a t-shirt, but they're going to have different quality. And it doesn't make you wrong for having accessible level quality. What's wrong or where you run into problems is if you are portraying yourself as a luxury brand and your logo and your marketing is a luxury brand, but then your quality is Walmart level. That's a problem. It's inconsistent. Conversely, if you are marketing at a Walmart level and you're charging at a Walmart level, but then you are trying to deliver luxury brand, you're going to run into a cash flow problem. 
You're not going to be able to afford to consistently deliver what you're trying to deliver if your pricing isn't in alignment. And this all goes into your brand because overall, how do you want people to feel? And again, with the quality, I'm not saying don't give, don't provide a great deliverable high quality, but do it at the price point that your clients expect based on everything else in your brand, which also leads to price, right? Your pricing is part of your brand. I've heard it said before, your pricing, especially in a service-based business, is your declaration of your worth to the marketplace. And it's true and it's not true. You can vary. I have zero problems. I have absolutely zero problems with somebody who chooses intentionally to be a low-cost leader in their industry. You can 100 million percent be a low cost leader in your industry as long as your business model supports it and that you're not doing it because you don't think you deserve to charge more. There's a very big difference between low price intentionally and low price because you're driven by fear or a self-worth issue. We can have a conversation about that. But your price is part of your brand, right? Um a lot of times, if we are portraying a high-level brand, but we're charging a low price, people will feel like something is off. If your visuals and your messaging and your promise statement is very high, high, high level, but then when you walk in the door, you're charging low for your industry, your prospect is going to think something's wrong. They're going to think there's a lie, not like a big, bad, intentional lie, but they're going to know that something's off because people understand what certain things cost. They understand it. Conversely, keeping with our themes here, conversely, if you are charging really, really, really high prices, but everything you deliver has a DIY, you know, last minute um, thrown together feel to it. People are, even if the information that you provide is really, really good, people are going to feel something is off. Something is off. So all of these things go together to create your brand. And your brand is how you make people feel at the end of the day. How do people feel when they work with you, when they interact with you? So you need the consistency now more than ever because business is a little hard right now. But the consistency of all these things lets somebody have a higher level of trust when they make a decision to work with you. So again, the umbrella is always how do you want people to feel? Does that feeling follow through, not just in your marketing, but in also how you deliver your services? The availability and access to you versus a team in a way that is consist constant or is it launch where it's only seasonal or occasional that goes into the brand. It creates exclusivity or availability. There's no wrong answer. Just be intentional and in, in alignment. The quality you deliver needs to match everything else and the price point that you charge need to match everything else. And I've left this last on purpose because this is where everybody goes first. And we keep telling you, your brand is more than your logo.
But yes, your visuals also have to be in alignment with all of these other pieces. So I know that's a lot. It's a bit of a different way to think about it. But this is what it takes to do business right now. And the great, great, great news is if you get this all in alignment while business is a little harder or a little tighter, when everything opens up again, because it does, right? It's all a pendulum. It will open up again. You will be poised to leap that much further, that much faster. As always, I'm here. If you have any questions, just reach out. You know where to find me at conqueryourbusiness.com. And I can't wait to see what you guys do.